You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Eric. Belated. Happy birthday to you. Kisses. Happy birthday, Eric. Welcome to Movie Guys Podcast. What's up? I, I appreciate that. It was uh, the best gift I think I've gotten in a while. You're welcome. Yeah, and I was, hope uh... every single fan enjoys that. Oh, yeah. How could they not? You gave that one away for free, too. We should have put that one on for a Patreon bonus <laughs> episode for sure. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We're talking about Halloween Kills tonight. I'm really excited, but it is Eric's belated birthday. Uh, I figured go ahead and make him uncomfortable on the show. So, Eric, how the hell are you doing? Uh, I'm feeling good, actually. I'm, I'm at ease and uncomfortable. The excitement to talk about this movie, the box office winner, though, and everyone is really talking about it. Uh, and I'm excited to finally watch it so that we can talk about it. And this is the third, I think, in this new trilogy. We learned a lot. Uh, Sarah's joining us with us on this one because she, like me, is a student now of Halloween, I guess. So, well, uh, I'm, I'm a little offended that that was Jordan's singing was your favorite birthday present. Uh, but I'll, ooh. you know, I'll give you a pass. Well, um, if you have to sleep on the couch tonight, that's a totally different thing. All right. We watched a fantastically <laughs> bloody movie today um, just a few hours ago to discuss with Jordan how much we love this movie. Yeah, no, I was really excited about this one. This is part two of a planned trilogy. Uh, David Gordon Green comes in again to direct this. You guys know David Gordon Green is your highness. Pineapple Express. George Washington yes, comes and does this like. Whereas this Danny McBride is also a co-producer on this, like, oh my God, like this would never be successful, right? Until 2018 came and we reviewed Halloween 2018 and it blew everybody out of the water. Now, Er, uh, now, now Eric, you saw 2018's because we reviewed it, but Sarah, you never did. And coming off the heels of H2O, just real quick before we talk about Halloween Kills, what did you think of 2018 Halloween? It was so much better than Halloween H2O. Um, yeah. I felt like Lori being this recluse who's just constantly preparing for Michael Myers to come back made so much more sense than her faking her death and becoming the headmaster of a private school in California. Right. Absolutely. And what do you think of the storyline that the other sequels didn't happen and this is the actual sequel? And I think that is incredibly confusing. Um I, again, I'm really glad that you kind of gave us the rundown last week of all of the movies. Uh, not that they had any relevance to watching this one um, or the 2018. So, um, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I got to see them. Uh, right. Yeah. What would you give it? What would be your popcorn rating for the 2018 Halloween? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd give it a medium. Give it a medium bag. There were some good kills. Uh, I like the, the, oh gosh, the fact that the daughter kept calling her grandma grandmother drove me crazy. Um, but I like the the gender-swapped uh, Bonnie and Clyde 
outfits mm. for her and the boyfriend, which was kind of fun. And I have comments about for this movie as well. It was mm. a solid movie, though. Uh, mm-hmm. The, the uh, 2018, like to, to say the least, right? To, to sum it up, solid movie. Yeah, solid movie. I was a big fan of it. Um, and now we're here talking about the sequel, Halloween Kills, all leading up to this year, this time next year, for the last movie in Halloween Ends. Great title. And uh, the rumor is, I guess it's going to take place the same night. I guess all three movies, if you put them together, is one big night, one big movie. So we'll see how about how Halloween ends. I like how this one begins, though. Halloween kills. Oh, my God. So this movie straight up begins with what? Uh, the the uh, the gender swap of Bonnie and Clyde, right? Mm-hmm. Gets you right into it. And then we go back to 1978 with the greatest reincarnation of Donald Pleasance I've ever seen. I'm sure you guys would agree. Eric, what did you think of that? It, it actually was how they tied in uh dr loomis and and with the story and and everything else i thought it was really cool how they did that um they spent a lot of time back in the 1978 though they um especially in the second movie you know what uh, other movie did that was quiet place Two. kind of did the same thing yeah. where in mm-hmm. the sequel but that that's standard sequels go back usually uh or at least right. have a flashback just to, to kind of you know build up a little bit more obviously uh but we had a lot more story on officer hawkins here as right. well as as, as Lewis. so this was his story as well uh, as his connection to michael myers is as well too because it really puts these people in this town uh who were affected by the boogeyman as we'll call him uh from, from that part of it too i enjoyed watching that part i thought it was really cool how they they kind of spliced it in um it, it looked great it re- like it no like it really looked great well, um, this is why it looks so good. I did not believe it. So just a little tidbit. I saw this movie twice, and I watched the 1978 again, so the opening three times. And I'm like, there there has to be face splicing. There has to be something. So I deep, dove deep in the computer and found out that this is not some CG effect. That is a real person who was a Donald Pleasant's lookalike. Really? And then absolutely there and they did and they did some makeup a little bit you know but nothing no computer generated effects with that and then (laughs) you'll love this too the guy didn't speak they hired a voice actor that sounds just like donald pleasance to speak over top of him and dubby that's that's actually really cool like i i really did a double take when he came in to the front foyer there uh, just because it you know I, if it was spliced in i would have thought it would be like grainy with the old right. footage you know or given like the the carrie fisher treatment in uh rogue one right type type of thing where I, you know but it was like real and i was like holy shit is that and then they did the other scene the outside it's like holy shit so that that really makes a lot of sense that's really cool it's a fun little little movie magic piece there Oh yeah, I mean, guys like me that loved Halloween as as a franchise growing up, it was it was really cool. I was really excited to see Donald Pleasance in this. Of course, you all know he's passed away, but to see that brought me into it. I love this Hawkins storyline. Nobody would have thought that Hawkins would have been a character, uh, but now we get to see though, 
And that's why this 1978 segment is so important, guys, because remember, the other sequels never happened. So they said in 2018, when Michael Myers falls off the balcony, he gets arrested and he goes to jail for 40 years. But now we get to see how he got captured when he fell off the balcony. So mm-hmm. this is a good little segue to it. Then we jump forward to 2018, where Michael is loose and all hell. I love this Michael Myers. This is exactly who Michael Myers needs to be. This guy's a great white shark. Whoever's in his path, he eats. End of discussion. Like, just brutal. Love this Michael Myers. Sarah, what do you think about this Michael Myers compared to the H2O Michael Myers that you remember? Well, the H2O Michael Myers was driven by the, you know, I have to erase my bloodline sort of thing. And this one, he was just a psychopath. Um, And so I think that, I don't know, that feels more scary um, without having to bring in any, I don't know, silly supernatural type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, You just get you know, a crazy uh, person Um, in the TV show Supernatural. And I might've said this before. They always say that the scariest monster are humans because they are just so manipulative and horrible. And this is, I think, evidence of that. Right. I agree. So tell me then, refresh my memory. What was the first kill? It wasn't uh, the family... Uh, it wasn't the white dude married to the to the black lady, right? That wasn't the first kill for him. In this movie? Yes. Um, or am I correct? Uh, okay, so we get to the we get to the nineteen seventy eight stuff. We no, find the first haunt. the first kills was the um the fire department. Thank you. Let's talk about that. So now now Sarah, you just said in the podcast that you just got done watching 2018 for the first time with Eric leading up to this one so you guys can get on track I mean like that was a definitive ending right I mean Michael's dead right but no there's a hidden passageway that's how he escapes in this one and he murders slaughters makes one guy a shish kebab oh man it was this rough. is this is the most violent Halloween movie I've ever seen Eric you've seen all of these what do you think oh is this is the fantastic. most violent Oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh, yeah, there were there were some fantastic kills here. And there's the other part of it, too, is that Michael continues to be this kind of supernatural, move-in-the-dark type of figure type of thing. I don't know if it's just maybe the jumpsuit, you know, that it, the, the, it's, it's smart uh, for killers to wear. It's not, you know, it's not loose. You know, it's just one piece, just dangle, not making any, any noise. You know, maybe he... he, he is something with his boots he could tie into it so it doesn't make any noise but you know he's he's got the outfit man he, he makes it work uh he likes the mask obviously it's his binky he needs to have that mask uh but he is he is just such a a presence in he's got to be but he's like a super natural like strength too because he really just comes in just just killing people i also like to that he never uses a gun like there's so many times where he could just pick up a gun and just kind of blast somebody, but instead he'll take uh you know a pickaxe or a uh, a light bulb, a fluorescent you know light bulb. You know what I think bulb. though? We we'll talk about that because I want to talk about it in a second. Mm-hmm. But they, but they uh, a, a a character says it in the middle or towards the end of the film where they say with every kill Michael gets stronger. 
right? right? It was like a drop line. So I would say on a regular podcast, oh God, for Halloween ends, I'm going to be nervous, right? Because now we're going to get into the men in black and oh God. But I'm not saying it for this. I mean, like this is, this is uh, best way to say it. This is Nolan's Batman for Halloween. Mm -hmm. This is Daniel Craig's 007. You know what I mean? I mean, like this is the the gritty, realistic uh, Michael Myers. You know, and I say that realistic loosely, just because I'm really excited to see what they're going to do. I feel like I'm in safe hands, and so I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that next kill. Yeah, the couple. I love how Michael plays with his food. I love how he just slowly walks up to the fluorescent ball, breaks it, and just – she just takes it. Like that's one thing in this movie that I find interesting about some of these characters that get killed is they did just sit there and just scream and take they it. freeze, I'm dude. sorry. Fight, I, flight, I mean, or freeze, and then they just, just freeze. She just takes it. but She just takes it in the neck. And then, of course, you know, he pulls it out and she's dying slowly while she sees her husband – Bend over the kitchen table, just getting ransacked by just all getting these pin cushion, dude. Holy <laughs> cow! It's so good. It was so. It's just so violent. Like, can you imagine that? Like, you're getting stabbed in the neck, and you're dying slowly. And the last images of life is seeing your husband bent over, just getting stabbed by every kitchen knife you've ever had. Like, Jesus Christ! What a great kill. Love I did enjoy that husband character when he's like closing doors and locking things and he's like, get out, get out. She's mm -hmm. like, well, what's going on? He's like, just go. Everybody else in this movie uh, locks the doors and locks Michael in with them or goes to see what the creaky sound is. Right. I think we all know enough that if you hear a creaky sound, there's somebody in your house, you get the fuck out. You do not go investigate. The, well, the yeah. big thing was that the was the police call the police. She goes, "What for?" It's like, yeah, who, you know, there's a guy in the thing or whatever, right? And mm -hmm. you know, it's like you know, to call the police. Like, hey, fuck yeah, call the police. Like, yeah, just quick, you know, you know stop thinking and, and do it. But well, um, see the difference, though. I think the difference is because this is supposed to be taken in Haddonfield, Illinois, a small town, America, kind of like a small town, like uh, like where I live at. So you would not be prone to hearing call the police, ah, like people like live in Detroit, right? Well, people don't <laughs> call the police because it takes an hour to get there. Ah, gotcha. So my joke fall flat. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so while all this is going on, we're going to skip a lot of stuff because, I mean, like this is the big crux of stuff. But why this is going on, we get a nice bar scene, a local bar scene of all the locals just hanging out and drinking. Anthony Michael Hall is here playing Tommy. And this is not, of course, Anthony Michael Hall was not the original Tommy in the very, very first movie. But here he is at this karaoke night, just pissing everybody's parade, saying, hey, hey, guys, Michael, you know, you know, remember the boogeyman? Fuck, you know, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was an that, asshole move. You go on Halloween yeah. night or Devil's Night to go up there to the talent night and be like, hey, everybody, um, by the way, just want to remind everybody – Think of me and my friends tonight, because Ooh. 40 years ago, this happened. And think about us, the right. and the boogeyman, how he almost got us. Cheers. I don't understand. Okay, so here's something fun. Uh, we get the nurse back, played by the same actress, but then the other woman, uh, which was the little girl that Jamie Lee Curtis, yes, that was played by the same actress when she was a kid. Oh, wow. They could not get the boy back. Heck, but you would love this. You, you guys 
Eric, you know this. Um, Sarah, you probably don't. But in Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, a young, up-and-coming Paul Rudd played Tommy mm-hmm. in that movie. Right. I did read and that. You did read that. And mm-hmm. they were going to ask Paul Rudd to, to, to reprise the role, but they thought, hey, he's, he's, he's Paul Rudd. It will be distracting. Mm-hmm. And I think Anthony... Michael Hall does a perfect job because he's a sleaze bag asshole in this movie. I did not think I would hate him as much as I did, but I did. I well, thought he was very hateable. Oh yeah, he gets caught up. I mean, obviously his intentions are are are, are good. He's kind of a yeah. I, I get how he's unlikable, and he's obviously, a uh, yeah, he most certainly is. I mean, we've seen kind of his his character before, and they always seem to be. Uh, you know what they they usually put religion around the, the character, uh, you know, of, of influence with him. But like Marsha Gay Harden did the same role in The Mist. Um, mm-hmm. That fucking purple kangaroo in Horden hears a who. Uh, the the biggest bitch that I it, villains uh, when there's lists we don't talk about her as much, and we really should. I will bring the conversation. Uh, up as much as I can about her. Um, anyway, going back to Anthony Michael mm. Hall, though, it was a, a, a surprise to see him in here, though. I'll tell you that. No, me. no, it was it was fun to see him in this. And I don't understand something. Why would the nurse hang out forty years later with 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 Tommy and I'm sorry, what was the girl's name? The little Lindsay. girl that's Lindsay. Why would she hang out with him? I don't know. I mean, like, is there like, um, is there like a, a Michael Myers survival group? I don't know. Yes. But, the, yes. but the nurse, for some reason, is hanging out with them, and they get word that the uh, that the mental hospital patients have escaped from the first movie, and Michael's on the and Michael's on the is, is is at large, and they're trying to figure it out. And then we get uh, um, what Michael goes to his house, uh, his house that is now bought and just redone. By this gay couple, and I was so happy to see the one gay couple guy. He got his stardom from Mad TV. I Michael don't know McD- his name. Michael McDonald. I love him. He's Stewart. Yes, he he's done a lot of. He was also the the guy that got run over by the steamroller in Austin Powers. He is. Thank you so much. I just wanted him so bad for David Gordon Green to say, "Can you just go?" No. I just wanted him to do it, uh, but he would not. Uh, Michael quickly to just quickly kills these guys. Now, what is Michael's MO right now in this movie? I mean, this is twice now from 1978 and now in this movie, he just wants to go home. It seems like, right? Like he's, 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 he's done his killing. He's done. Mm-hmm. Right. He just wants to go home. Is Correct. that it? I, I, I guess because at the same time they seem to be quite confident that he should be going to the hospital to to kill Lori. Yeah, to kill Lori, which again he doesn't. It just seems to be kind of staying at home. But then we have this weird ending split. You know what I mean? The last shot of the movie is Michael staring in the window uh, uh where he usually stands, his his kind of famous spot. And almost like he and Lori could see each other kind of, you know, through through distances mm. in some sort yeah, of connection. I, I It seemed like that was what they were trying to, to, to do. But either way, we get to this highlight that 
Michael has a spot in the house that he likes to stare out of the window, and they've pondered why a bit more than ever in this movie. The question's been brought up a few more times uh, mm-hmm. by more than one person. Is mm-hmm. why does he go back? Why does he go to the window? Why does he stare out? What what we're if gonna, somebody's staring in? We're gonna we're gonna find out next year. But why this is all going on, Lori, her daughter, and uh, her granddaughter have survived the attack. They're at the hospital. Lori's having surgery in a very gory surgery scene. Loved it. Mm. Um and the whole movie she's just sitting there recuperating why all these murders are going on. Um, another great kills is we get a car of people, uh, trying to look for Meyer, uh, Michael Myers. And that's where we get, uh, the nurse girl. We get, um, the old school nurse woman and then the young nurse girl's boyfriend or husband, and they all get obliterated. But the young girl, the young nurse girl, uh, runs away. She does not get captured. So maybe she'll come in in, in the last No, movie. she gets killed. Does she? I don't yeah, remember seeing Yeah, she runs away while everybody else in the car gets killed. Lindsay runs right. away. The nurse runs away, but she comes back as Michael is killing her husband. She goes mm-hmm. to shoot him, and Michael pulls the door open, and she ends up shooting herself. And then she's displayed on the merry-go-round in the park with her husband in the mask. Mm-hmm. The black nurse girl? That's yeah. right. Okay, great. Thank you. Did you guys get the reference? Eric, did you get the reference from Halloween 3, like I told you guys? What the no. the, the mask. three masks? Yes. Oh no! I I forgot you, about it until just now. Okay, so I'll make it short. We're, we were too busy laughing at at the ridiculousness of the kill. Well, the reason why they did that was to honor Halloween three. Mm-hmm. Short version: Halloween three, season of the witch. No Michael Myers. It's an evil toy maker who sends mask out to kids to put on, and then when they put on the mask, they turn into. Uh, their heads turn into mush, and they leak out snakes and insects and stuff. And there was a pumpkin mask, a skeleton mask, and a witch mask. That's why this scene is here. Because one of them had those three masks. That was fun for me. That was fun for me. I mean, that was great. For somebody who's grew up with these movies, uh, I've actually talked to my brother about this. He grew up with these movies with me. And only thing that we could talk about with each other was the fact that they honored the third movie by putting these masks on. We thought that was just the cleverest way of doing it. Uh, really loved it as well. Also love the fact uh, how people on the internet are comparing this movie to January 6th because people read too much into horror movies. You guys know okay. exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Please continue. Uh, go for no, it. No, no, no. People – okay, so so – so this movie was filmed right be- filmed and finished right before the pandemic first started. And people now are saying, oh, Anthony and Michael Hall and all these people at the hospital, these this is representing the January 6th riots. Eh. I think that's a stretch. I think it's easy uh, or it's it's a good example of how easy it is to start uh, a panic. And to start that mob mentality. Is that what it is? Because because these people on YouTube are stretching really thin. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God. Do you guys see these references? I know Sarah just said, but Eric, what about you? Do you see what these people online are saying that this movie is a showing the January 6th riots? And I mean, I, I can understand the comparison, but yeah, I agree with Sarah that it's just kind of a representation just to show that it, 
you got caught up in it. You know, you wanted something. People wanted something, and you got a group, and you know, you make a mistake. This is this has happened before. This is not the first movie to do something like this. You know, fuck Lord of the Flies has something like <laughs> this. You know, so no, for anyone to compare this to January sixth, I I feel like you have a very boring life. And you're look you are looking for something to be upset about or to I don't even know what you know it there's there's no um just thank no. you thank you so much thank you so much because I wanted to say that myself um, this is a horror movie about a guy in a William Shatner mask killing people there is no philosophical thought of this movie at all. So stop. Read. I mean, seriously, guys, look this up one day if you want. If people are listening to the episode, this is a thing, and it's just like stop it. Just, just no. Well, yeah, uh, people are again. You've been making the stretch, but uh, you know, at the same part, I could also you know compare the January sixth to the movie three hundred. You know, like we we yeah. could we could could do that all day. You could compare Dark Knight uh, Rises. Yeah. Ex- yes. You see, like these are. Yeah, yes. so, you know, calm, stupid, calm very down. Stupid. So what I find that also is very stupid is that we get uh, Tommy getting the, uh, getting the mob together. Michael Myers, they think, is coming to the hospital. But they mistaken Michael Myers with a short, fat, chubby, <laughs> insane asylum. They have to realize at this point, A, he's not wearing the jumpsuit. B, he's not wearing the mask. C, he's not standing very, very tall and brooding. He's the penguin. I mean, this guy's like Batman's the penguin, and you're and you're just freaking this guy out, and he jumps out, and we get to see his brain splatter on the ground. That was great. What? A, what just great kills all around. I'm having fun watching this movie. I, this is fun. That part is a is a bit ridiculous, but I'll tell you what. I get it. The majority of the people there, I'm sure, just know that something's going on right now. That this night has been a massacre. And that's Michael Myers, and that they really have no concept of what or who he looks like, or what he looks like, or anything else like that, too. So for anyone just to be like, "Oh, he's over there," and then everyone moves, they they say, "Okay, that's where we're going." Okay, it's just that guy. That's that's who it is. That's who we're killing, and they they just kind of move at it, despite the fact that they showed both their pictures on TV at the yeah. bar, uh, right? right? So. Mm-hmm. Tommy, who even yes, exactly. So, yeah, I, I find that that before that all happened, but Tommy wasn't paying attention to the TV. He was too busy drinking, uh, and kind of you know lamenting. Same with all the other people too. But again, they showed the pictures on TV. You would think that I don't know. I'm I'm also kind of getting um, through the glimpses of of what they show of Michael Myers's face is that he's a very unsightly person. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it would stand out a bit more just to kind of see him rather than that toad of a man that we got to see instead. So actually I think the opposite, I think he looks very normal. Uh, we don't get a chance to see his face really, but I think he looks normal. It glossed over his point. eyes. His eyes are like, are like rolled over white. You know, they're just like, he's, He's like scarred almost, right? Yeah, he has gone through fires. He has. He was shot. (laughs) Yeah, he's disfigured. I mean, it's been 40 years. He's been attacked multiple times in order for people to kill him. And 
I feel like that would be some sort of distinguishing feature. Balding. He's not just a normal-looking guy. Wait a minute. Is Michael Myers the blind guy from Don't Breathe? <laughs> no, because so. he can... Uh, he does not react when everybody else is breathing very heavily. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, that's Thank right. You. Yeah, they get that scene there. Uh, no, because he's just look pissed. Like the same people. He's pissed because he's malding. And... Malding? Yeah, that means you're 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 mad because you're balding. Oh, okay. I am kind of getting to that point in my life currently, but I, I mean, I mean, this is great. I mean, uh, okay, so then after after the hospital stuff, uh, God damn, what what happens next? Because saw this movie twice, but I haven't seen it in a couple of days. I haven't slept. Uh, after the hospital stuff, I know that he kills um, Lori's daughter, right? No. 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 Uh, yes. I think after after the hospital, um, oh Lori's daughter. Sorry, I was yes. thinking Karen's daughter. You're right. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, okay. Allison, Karen's daughter, lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I was unfortunately. I, yeah, I was rooting for her to die. Um, I, I would. I think the entire movie. Um, I was just like, please, Mike, when you get the chance, kill this one, please. Kill this. Kill the granddaughter. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, she makes her own mistakes. Uh, I I think that I have no sympathy for her. She was. She's been told time and time again, and shown time and time again, that uh, hey, listen, this is a serious situation. You should probably stay by the people who know best and who have been through before. And she says, "Mm, Nah, I'm gonna go to the dick instead. You know, I'm gonna go to Cameron. Instead, who's just like a like Bonnie Cameron, who manages this entire movie in a skirt. Yeah, yeah so, but him. he doesn't manage to he doesn't manage to save his neck. No, Michael fucks his shit up hardcore, <sighs> dude. Yeah, I thought he was about to do like a you know what I mean, like a, 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 a like a drop, like he's about to do you know a wrestling yeah. move, just like put him in like a stunner, you know? Right. Yes, 100%. 100% put him in a stunner. But no, he just twists his neck. I was like, oh, no, Cameron's dead. Fuck. It was amazing. Brutal kills in this movie. And then Michael gets led outside, and then it was an ambush, right? Here is everybody in the crowd, and they're going to beat the living fuck out of him. And while that's going on, uh, Lori Strode and Officer Hawkins are having a love affair in the hospital? Or... They were sort of talking about how they had a thing at one point. Right, right. Are are they rekindling a lost love? Are they just, hey, you know, we both have survived Michael. You know, we have a connection. Or is there some some love going on here? I'm curious. I I think there's some some held back love. At one point, they had shown interest, but she decided to go after somebody else. Right, so that means the next movie is going to be Hawkins and Laurie, right? No, I think they both just realized that at this point that they are so damaged that they are the only two people that could be together. You know, I mean, the the trauma that that bonded them. Because who the hell else? You know, you're going to bring in a stranger, a newbie to this relationship at one your age and through all your shit, all your baggage, all your scars. It's not happening. So, uh, especially after Lori's daughter was killed. Uh, she was killed with a mob, correct? 
No. Because everybody in the mob was killed when they were beating him up, right? No, she... Not she no, that was a street she, over, apparently, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was down the street. So, Lori... Or, excuse me, Karen and Allison are sitting on the front porch of the house. And right. for whatever reason, Karen decides to walk inside. She goes up to the room, and she's standing there looking out where Michael used to stand. Is that right? right. Towards the spot, right. because they talked yep. about how Looking at the spot. And... Spot. As you see her reflection in the glass, Michael's reflection shows up in the glass, and he murders her, uh, and it's all these quick cuts and such, and apparently it was an homage to what we talked about last week, uh, Janet Lee from Psycho, since that's how she was killed, in those, like, quick take kind of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That must have been a moment that I forgot, because at, at, at this point, I'm on a roller coaster ride of just happiness. So maybe at maybe maybe at this point I was just just didn't care. You know what I mean? Like just completely happy. Well, but the mob attacks him though. The Correct. the mob assumes that he is dead after multiple gunshots and repeated beatings over and over and stompings. You know, uh, hits with with bats and two by fours and everything else like that. I mean, he's you would taken think, a pitchfork to the back. Yeah, you would think that he would be down uh, for for a good bit, but uh, no. Once one of the uh, the mob tries to get close to him, he swings, does a nice sweep across the neck, kills one, and then just stands up and starts, well, going crazy. Starts going Michael Myers and stabbing everybody. It's it's a Halloween boy and kills kills Tommy. Yep. Oh yeah, you get him out of there. He killed everybody. He killed Tiger Man, mm-hmm. uh, who obviously we were rooting for. Eyes on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shot great, himself with a gun. <laughs> great brutal kills, uh, all leading up to Halloween ends. Again, like I've said it before, great title. I, I I had fun with this. I had fun with this. Um, I, I I did not know what I was expecting. I was thinking going into this, guys, that it was going to be just like it has like it has been in the past. Like, oh, we get one good Halloween, and then everything else sucks. Uh, so far two for two, like, I mean, this is really good. And, uh, they said they're not going to make any more after Halloween ends. Cause where else can you take it? So, I mean, like, to they're space? not planning on making it. No. <laughs> underwater. Well, J- underwater. J- underwater space. Maybe, maybe Michael fights tremors. <laughs> maybe we can do that. Take him to the islands. Go to make it Hawaiian style. Yeah, Michael sitting there with an Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, because he's trying to retire. It's a good idea. But Captain no, Captain just, Ron style would be great. Captain Ron. No, I'm just really excited about it. So let's so let's get into our popcorn ratings. Eric, what is your popcorn rating for Halloween Kills? I I mean, here's the thing: is that this one like it was interesting, but at the same part, like I don't think it it didn't like blow me away. You know, I, I don't want to give it a large bag. I, I feel bad for giving it a medium bag, but listen, it's another solid movie, man. Like, it didn't disappoint. I got a lot of kills, and they were fantastic. Good old gory kills here, too. It was under the two-hour limit, so it felt perfect. I, I mean, the mask looked, looked great. I like this updated mask as well, too. I like the scarring mm-hmm. on this one, too. I, I, I like it. I, I like the story. I like the characters that are on board. I understand when you say realism, 
there's some silly parts for the characters to make decisions on. But no, like for the most part, like the, the response is there for the first responders, you know, the things add up except for the, you know, Michael's teleportation, which seems to be kind of a silly thing as well too. But then again, right. him teleporting seems to only happen after he's done a mass killing. So that's your explanation there is that he's just, he's basically just left a kill site. After you know, you know, everybody and nobody seems to just know because nobody is telling anybody. But I don't know. You would think that there'd be a lot more noise if you just killed uh, eight people in a spot, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, whatever. But no, I, I get it. But you know, cause and effect seems to happen a little bit more in this movie. Um, it, it was just a medium bag because it's it it just kind of. Um. I, maybe it's not my genre, you know, but uh, it just didn't blow me away. But it was still a fan, fantastic movie, I thought. Uh, I would watch it again, even. But it's just a medium, I guess. Now, see, for me, I mean, I always spoil what my rating is, and I go off on a tangent. I mean, for me, this is a large bag because this has completely blown away my expectations for what it is. You know what I mean? I mean, like, you cannot give this a large bag and think I'm comparing this to great movies that we've reviewed before. I'm giving a large bag for what it is. I mean, this is probably the best slasher movie of all time. I mean, there is some really, really good ones and some really shitty ones, but this is as solid all the way through. It looks good. The acting is good for what it is. Uh, it's shot well, and Michael just does what Michael does. He's a great white shark just eating what's ever in his path. I mean, like, if you are a fan of slasher, this is it for you. I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, this should be your Citizen Kane, uh, and and that's why I'm giving a large bag for that. Like, I just, I just cannot speak more highly for this for what it is. You know, um, I, I agree so with all that. I think you know what it is. I, I think I, I want to wait till I see the third one. I. Yeah, you know, am I so damaged after Game of Thrones that I have to wait for the third one to come out to see to to keep my judgment? You know, my probably. Opinion? Yeah, maybe that's probably. why. I'm, maybe that's why I'm holding back because I'm I'm still hurt. But because 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 Sarah herself said that in the beginning of the episode that she gives Halloween 2018 a, a medium bag, and I disagree with that. Well, let's and see what she gives Halloween definitely kills. large bag. So yes, Sarah, what is your popcorn rating for Halloween Kills? Uh, I'm going to agree with Eric. I'm going with a medium bag. Uh, there were good kills. You're right. We should judge it based on what it is. Um, but I, I, I'm feeling a medium bag. Um, there were some great kills. There was lots of blood and gore. Uh, one of the problems I have with movies like this is a character who just won't die. Like, just, there's no finality to it. I know there's another movie coming out that's supposed to be the end. But to get to this point where we've now had, I think this is the eighth one, eight times where this man has brought himself back, um, understanding that a couple of them he wasn't even featured in. Uh, but that just, there's there's no stakes to it. Like, we can never kill this person, so why why should we try? So, medium bag for me. You can't kill awesome, Sarah. <laughs> I, I mean, right. can't kill awesome, but that's okay. I mean, again, uh, to close out the show, I just think that this is my inner teenage Jordan that's coming out and just being really giddy and just being like, this is just crazy. 
nonsense. This should not be a good movie. This should be like bottom tier, like C level, but it's done in such a way with people behind the camera that know what they are doing. I mean, to have the Donald Pleasant's character come into this with no CGI is just impressive. Sure. Uh, oh yeah. It's just, it's just impressive. Um, so you have guys who are actual real filmmakers who is taking a ridiculous property and turn it into something else. I'm along for the ride. And uh, this is Michael Myers, Christopher Nolan, Batman trilogy. I mean, that that's what this is. It's, it's gritty. It's dark. It's there. It's brutal. And I'm really enjoying it. And I cannot wait until we get Halloween ends next year. They were going to uh, film it back to back. So that old, we'll that old happens. man, that old uh, security guard officer or whatever in the hospital, he's returned as well too. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I'm waiting for LL Cool J to return, but we'll see. That would be fantastic. Let's let's would, hope he makes a, a pop appearance in Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to say you ate my bird, and then somebody <laughs> says wrong movie, and then he gets decapitated. That'd there we be, go. Absolutely great. Everybody, a quick announcement real quick before we close out the show. If you go to movieguyspodcast.podbean.com, we have finally, after six years, have updated our website. Everything is new and modern and black and sleek. Well, not black, but dark mode, if I guess you want to say like that. Uh, Also on the top of the pages, you can see currently what's going on with our categories. You can click on every category that we ever do, over movies we review. You can search for movies that review by actor, by genre, and by director. So if you're like, hey, did Movie Guys podcast review a Steven Spielberg movie? Just type his name in and you'll see any movie that is linked to him as well. And also, in one more month, at the end of uh, Octo- at the end of November, we'll be announcing our Movie Guys Awards like we do every year. And it will be on movieguyspodcast.podbean.com for you to vote on for what you think is the best, the worst movies of the year that we have reviewed so far. But until then, thank you so much for downloading us. Check us out, like always, on, on any platform that you get you pot that you get your podcast from on social media, and also again, a movie guys podcast Eric, Sarah, thank you so much for joining me, and we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night. <laughs>